what's going on everybody what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of she hate me and so do i podcast with me your host curtis washington i hope everybody's doing well and that life is treating you well as always you can get in contact with me at she hate me and so do i podcast uh, on ig and the same username on twitter i'm going to go ahead and get right into the episode and not waste your time Today, I want to talk about a topic that we all face from time to time. And, um, you know, there's no way around it. My topic is, can you take criticism? Can you take criticism? A lot of times, you know, whether we're working, whether we're at home, whether we're at doing other things, you know, someone may come up to you and have some information to share with you. Sometimes it could be a good exchange. Sometimes it could be an exchange where it's heated. Sometimes it could be uh, something for you to think on later on. But we all face criticism in different areas in our lives. And today I just want to talk about, you know, how we can be able to process it and be able to get through it. The first thing when you're ever receiving any type of criticism is, is how you react to the information, how you respond to it, how you respond to what's being said about you. Uh, and, you know, sometimes some people may feel like it's criticism is an attack on their character, on their quality of work, on their body of work, uh, different things of that nature. And criticism at the wrong time can spark a lot of debate. But it's all about how you respond. And the best way to respond is to give yourself a few minutes to basically assess everything and then respond in the best way now if it's an email or correspondence from work something that you can read over look over gives you a few seconds or a few minutes and you can respond or reply that works well if it's face to face we have to be able to hold ourselves together and take information and what makes this hard at times is because sometimes things can be said that can like put you in a defensive mode and I know a lot of times I go into a defensive mode when different things are said to me because of how I've been in different situations and different experiences everyone is different some people are able to quickly separate and keep themselves professional other individuals have a little bit of a harder time because of the fact that they want to be able to just reply to whatever's being said to them and their attitude is or, or their outlook and attitude is that I'm not going to let anyone say or do anything to disrupt my day or disturb me or be a distraction or whatever the case may be. But it's how you respond is very important. That could change the whole dynamic of the whole conversation, um, especially face to face. If you're able to listen to the information, then ask key questions. OK, well, why do you feel like this or why? Uh, what prompts you to start this whole conversation or what is the core reason of this and you start to ask pinpointing questions then you can start a dialogue that'll help you out and then get to you know a better understanding of where the person's coming from as opposed to just flying off the handle saying what's the first thing that comes to your mind well look i do things my way you do things your way or you know look it's I'm, i'm i'm gonna keep doing what i do i'm me no matter what You have to be mindful of the fact that, especially if you're in a professional setting on how this goes and even in your home on how it sets the tone for the rest of the day, rest of the evening. There's a lot of different factors that are in play. 
The next thing is, is the criticism true? Once you've had a, a, a few moments to get yourself together, is what the person's saying about you true? Now, a lot of times in heated debates, things are said and some things may be true, but it's how it comes across. And, you know, you have to be able to take that information. Now, if you figure out by the time you get yourself together and you figure out that the information is true, what are you going to do about that? Because once again, if you go back to step one about responding in the proper way and asking the right questions, you then can analyze the information. You can sit back and you can look. Like I said, if it's a face to face conversation, this time speeds up. But if it's a situation where you just receive a correspondence at work or at home or wherever the case may be on a particular project, whatever's happening, you now have time to respond and you can think things through. You can sit back. You can look at every angle. You can look at it from a different viewpoint, a different vantage point, And then you can be able to go from there because finding out if the information is valid or not is going to be a key thing, because if it's not valid information, then you can just listen to the person and let them talk or you can look at the email and then, you know, respond back when you need to. But if it's a situation where in which, you know, it's face to face, you have to be able to process what's going on, because that could be also key to the whole conversation. It can change the whole dynamic of everything. And sometimes some things are said, even in a heated debate, which are true. They may hurt our feelings. They may hurt us to the core that we didn't do things in a proper manner or whatever the case may be. Or it could be something simple as we just overlooked a step or we overlooked this particular factor in the situation. The next thing is, can you separate the message from the messenger? This is important because a lot of times people will say things because of how they are. Uh, your interaction with this individual, you may see it as hate. You may see it as them trying to do certain things. Sometimes some people are actually trying to help. Now, there are other instances and situations where individuals are not trying to help. They're trying to push buttons. They're trying to um, get you to respond and react in a certain way. And you have to be able to separate that as well. That's why you have to be able to stop, look and think in every situation. I talked about that some episodes ago. Um, I can give you an example from a job I had years ago working as an employment specialist, uh, working with a particular individual, trying to get them a job. But what they were trying to do is just utilize the services for their own. And, you know, when I brought this up to the individual, then the individual in turn tried to criticize my particular way of I was trying to help them out and pointing out different things and trying to come up with a reason for you know backlash to me and what I had to do is I had to separate the message from the messenger and look at a few things that was said that I could actually do better and then be able to respond to the individual I mean that's just one example and then sometimes there's a situation where a person generally sees what's going on and they want to help you and even sometimes it may be an individual that you may not think is on point. I remember one a friend of mine was talking about uh, advice he got when he started into pastoring and an individual that he had spoke to. They basically were the bad example for everything. But that person told them to actually look at their life as an example of what not to do and what to do. And they pinpointed the different things uh, out. And in that case, the message and the messenger were 
you know, on point because of the fact that this person is saying, hey, look, look at me. I didn't do things right. I messed up. I did this. I did that. Don't do like I do. Do better. And that's how we have to do. We have to be able to look at criticism, um, look at the message, separate it from the messenger and get to the core of what the problem is. And if it's if it's valid, go from there. If it's not valid, you know what to do from there. Um, I used to hear old folks say, you know, eat the meat, spit out the bones. That's what you have to do. You have to in this situation, you have to do that. Um, and then another thing is, what can you learn from this whole situation? What can you learn from um, this person's point of view? Like I said, you may have an issue with the individual, but there still may be some valid points that can actually be um helpful to you it can contribute to you doing things better it can contribute to you being able to regain your focus and we have to look at it like that we have to look at information and take away the parts that can help us and go from there because criticism can be helpful and also can be hurtful that's why we have to be able to look at these things and these interactions rationally we can't be so quick to fly off the handle we can't be so quick to jump you know on people when they're saying something to us take a few moments process it even if you have to say to the person you know what i gotta really think about what you just said and let me get back to you that may be your best way to get away from a the conversation going too far things being said and then life just kicking in like that we have to be able to take some some stuff and learn from some stuff a great example of that is when I used to work at this particular uh, prison program it was called the Crest Program. And at the Crest Program, we had something called PAG, which was Peer Accountability Group. And what we did was you have uh, all the clients in one particular room and they if they had an issue with another client from the program, they would call them to the to the, the chair. And once the person was in the chair, the person had to sit there and take the information that was being given to them of their negative behaviors or whatever the case may be. And what we did was um, as staff is we facilitated the meetings so that way that it wouldn't get overboard, that it wouldn't be an insult session or things like that, that they were giving out valid points. And what the other person had to do is they could not respond. They had to sit tight in the chair and listen to what was being said. And the example of that is you have to be able to take the message, not look at the messenger, because it could be two people that don't like each other, but they're trying to tell them something that's going to pull them up to, you know, a better behavior pattern. Look at criticism like that. Take the information that's being given and separate what you need to do versus what you need, you know, to like throw away. Like I said before, eat the meat and throw out the bones. Criticism can help you and it also can hurt you. And even when you're giving someone some feedback on something, it's all about how you do it. It's all about how you uh, come across an individual and give them the information and stick to the valid points and be able to uh, talk to them. One of the things I try to do is I try to humanize with people just to talk to them to basically get my point across clearly. Now, has there been times when I haven't done that? Absolutely. Uh, it's still a work in progress because we have to be able to give information and we also have to be able to take information. It's a give and take thing. It's always a two way street. So I hope you guys got something out of this. Remember that the next time someone comes to you with criticism on something, listen to what they're saying, process it. If you need to step away, step away. Don't lash out and get defensive. 
try your best and go from there. As always, remember that yesterday was yesterday, but today is today.